0: Previously on Life's But a Song, but then there's also the uh, TV show Schmigadoon. Have you are you watching that? I am, I am. I've seen the first episode. I've not seen. I think there's maybe two more out there, but I I I did enjoy the first episode. That so was very fun.
1: Is it Mrs. Peru's kid? Is it actually Marion's kid? You know.
0: Well, so that's that's interesting you bring that up because have you watched the show schmigadoon
1: oh not not yet no
0: okay i won't i won't spoil it then for you because when you watch it though i feel like ariana du bois's character is supposed to be the marion of that story keep that in mind She is the co-host for two podcasts called The Following Has Been Approved and The Elitists. And she's also my sister. It's Jacqueline Riley, everyone.
1: Woo-hoo. Hi. Thanks for having me.
0: Thank you for saying yes to
1: this. <laughs> I'm excited. So our my other two podcasts, you know, we do movie trailer reviews and we talk about all elite wrestling. So, you know, why not just throw musicals in too, I figure. So right? rounds It all out. Yeah.
0: Well, you, I, I know in previous episodes of the following has been approved. You and your co-host have talked about musical movie trailers.
1: Oh yeah, and we love musicals, so um, yeah. So we're all about digging into them.
0: <laughs> this is a this was a good year for movie musicals. Now that I think about it, and TV musicals.
1: Yeah, lots of musicals. I think we all were just yearning for simpler times after 2020, and. <laughs> what better way to do that than through song
0: <laughs> and what better way to portray that than in today's topic which is schmigadoon mm. uh we're talking season one which has only been out now uh created by Sinkle paul and ken dario showrunner is Cinco paul he's also wrote, wrote the music and lyrics First episode came out on July 16th, 2021, and last episode aired August 13th, 2021. And because it's so recent and there's some things in it that, you know, you need to see the show in order to understand, I'm going to throw in a spoiler alert right now before. Yeah. Yeah, So, spoiler, 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 spoiler. So, for a quick recap, we've got. Melissa and Josh who are a modern day couple Cecily Strong and Keegan Michael Key yeah I love Keegan
1: Michael Key sorry we went to the same school so we're basically best friends (laughs) Uh,
0: they are in a relationship but uh, they get lost on a couple's retreat and find a magical town called Schmigadoon does this sound familiar to anyone it should because it's based off of Brigadoon (gasps) (laughs)
1: <laughs> uh, full disclosure I have never seen Brigadoon so Brick,
0: Brick, it's a wild ride I, <laughs> if I do say so myself Love covered it. it a few episodes ago but like it's a wild and crazy ride where I watched this show first before I watched Brigadoon and I was like oh I get it now
1: before you watch Brigadoon
0: before I watched Brigadoon
1: yeah interesting okay
0: but Melissa and Josh find out that they are stuck in a musical town based off of classic musicals and they can't leave until they find true love. So uh, also the townsfolk don't know that they're in a musical. So that's interesting.
1: It's regular life for them.
0: (laughs) Now, if you were Melissa and or Josh in this scenario, finding yourself in a town like Schmigadoon, how would you What would your reaction be?
1: I would probably be more Josh-like than Melissa-like. And I'd be like, what the fuck? And I could traverse some of it the way Melissa did. But I think a lot of it, I'd be like, this is too much for me. Like, y'all need to back off. (laughs) Give me my space. Also, not to get too ahead of ourselves, but I do have to say corn pudding sounds disgusting. (laughs) So... I um, <laughs> I would be like I need some vegetables here guys like <laughs> Uh
0: I was reading an article that breaks down every song and that one they were saying they were trying to make a really annoying song for Josh Yeah but it like almost-
1: I was just saying, it almost kind of reminded me of like Shmuppi from um, Music Sh- Man, right? Shapoopy Shapoopy Sorry, they were gonna put an M in there. Um, because well, it's just kind of like a non- nonsensical thing, and I was like, oh, okay,
0: get stuck in your head, kind of yeah. a earwormy song. Yeah, a lot of the songs I, I literally we rewatched it for this recording. A lot of the songs I could pick up some of what they were referencing. Uh, mm-hmm. I use this article to figure out other ones, but a lot of them—I mean—they're all original songs, which yeah. Yeah. I really appreciated. You know, they were referencing—they
1: were like inspired by, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 and and also characters were inspired by characters from musicals. I haven't seen Carousel. Have you? No, because Aaron Tveit's character is all. Carousel and there's a lot of references to it.
1: I don't know. I feel like that character shows up all the time in um, old musicals, so pick whichever one you want.
0: How did you feel about the flashbacks at the beginning of every episode, though, where they would say, like, time before Schmigadoon?
1: They got really detailed with the time, too. It wasn't, like, two years. It was, like, four years and three months before, so, like, it really... (laughs) So, I thought there was a little bit of like comedy to it, but also the um you know the coloring of it, and like the you know like it was a little more washed out like you could tell you're supposed to take it a little more seriously for the most part, and you could really see why their relationship was on the rocks leading them to this hiking retreat in the woods to rediscover or reconnect so yeah, um, I thought it did a really good job of moving the story along is what I'm saying,
0: <laughs> so. Not related to the show, really, but why did you pick Schmigadoon when I asked you to be a guest on the show? Out of everything.
1: Because everything else I wanted to do had been taken. (laughs) And so I had to get ahead of the curve. Also, too, I I watched the show. I enjoyed the show. um, And I figured it would be fun to talk about. Uh, I thought there were some great performances in it um, by so many great singers and actors actresses um so I just thought it'd be fun to talk about also it's a it's a little weird and
0: yeah yeah I know I said that Cinco Paul wrote it but I have a feeling Cecily Strong may have had a hand in some of it
1: there was a lot of the show I mean because I do watch we do watch SNL pretty regularly over here there was a lot that happened that I was like I see her in this. You know what I mean? Like based on some of the characters she plays on SNL.
0: Right. Especially when she does the commentary during the song. I was like, this is very SNL-y. And like Lauren Lauren Michaels is an executive producer of the show. Mm -hmm. So it kind of makes sense.
1: (laughs) It does. I also, having Keegan-Michael Key as like the grouch, it works. But also... He's such a beautiful singer. I wish I wish he did that more. So um, I guess I'll have to go watch the Christmas movie he was in last year again, where he sings a lot. I forgot the name of it, but. Jingle
0: Jangle. It. That's it. Yeah, he's, I mean, he was great. And like, I knew that he was going to sing in the last episode. Because mm-hmm. they kind of even, they tell you without really telling you that. Mm-hmm. And when he does, you're just like, Okay. This is a good yeah. release,
1: yeah, so that would be my one my one complaint is not enough of him singing, but I thought it was the perfect use of him as an actor because sometimes he can you can use him too much um.
0: <laughs> yeah, do you feel like there were any clunkers, like actors, songs, moments
1: I know what they were doing, but I will say like the whole thing with. Betsy was kind of not clunky but cringy because she was supposed to be like like they never told you how old she was and
0: oh Duff and they cameron were like, yeah
1: yeah and they were like are you of age like so just I know that like because they I mean that's very old timey musical like of a young girl and an old man like I get that and it's weird and creepy to watch now but I'm like can someone just please answer this and tell me she's at least like nineteen like for
0: the love. I, that that line uh, Cecily Strong says where she's like, "Liesel was 16 going on 29, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could see that. I do know, though, that the show was originally supposed to be like eight episodes long instead of six. Mm. But Apple TV, I think, cut that down. So there's a lot of things that like
1: they don't explore.
0: They they couldn't answer, for example, the leprechaun that just magically shows up.
1: Yeah. You have one song with Martin Short and then you never see him again.
0: Which when that happened, the first like every time I watch it, I'm just like, what the fuck? And I laugh my ass off the whole yeah. time.
1: So are like, wait a second. You definitely <laughs> think he's gonna be a recurring character, and he's not.
0: Or at least show up at the end and be like, you found true
1: yeah. love. Yeah. I wonder if they're, you know, just, but I wonder if they're gearing up for a season two. Maybe he'll be the focal point of season two.
0: So there is a plan for season yeah. two. They're obviously waiting for Apple to mm-hmm. pick it up. Um, I read that it's going to be, they're going to up the references so that it's not going to be 30s, 40s thirties through sixties, it's going to be like late sixties to eighties.
1: Oh, do you think we'll get a, um, sorry, I know we're going really crazy here, um, but we should totally get a Xanadu reference, right? Oh my God. Yes. Right.
0: The thing though, is that all the songs this season, except for Mm -hmm. one felt like of that Mm -hmm. classic Hollywood, you know, golden age of broadway and everything the last song how we changed finale reminded me of the finale of pippin in a way
1: Mm.
0: not by tone but by music where it for those of you who don't know the finale of pippin it starts off very like melodic and slow and then it gets to like a joyous happy time just like the song does so Mm -hmm. spoiler 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 spoiler
1: wait is this after they tell pippin that he needs to kill himself that song or the one when they tell him he needs to kill himself
0: the one where he tell where, where they tell uh the one where they tell him he has to kill himself basically gotcha.
1: yeah that's just super happy song
0: <laughs> <laughs> well yeah i mean you know they're pretending yeah, yeah. and everything in pippin but here yeah it, i meant more so like
1: the build yeah i got gotcha. yeah
0: yeah yeah but what are your what are your hopes for season two
1: So my host for season two, so Josh as a character, um, you know, and we saw you saw a lot in the flashbacks and it was very consistent character wise where he just like put his own comfort and ideas and um, it needs, I guess, essentially ahead of Melissa's. So I think to have a season two, you can't rely on that again, because that by the end, he's kind of reformed. Um, so you need him to really, I think, redeem himself in season two um, and pick it up. I think, too, though, I really don't see how they're going to do a season with the same two main characters.
0: Yeah, I mean, I could see Cecily and uh, Keegan playing different characters.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: I'm just hoping for a lot of Sondheim. time. <laughs>
1: i don't think we saw enough jane krakowski this season
0: oh no i i feel like she was another character that Ew. got the axe because of those two episodes but enough of a reference to um Probably. Uh, the sound of music because mm-hmm. she's supposed to be like the baroness character
1: yeah
0: which they which i think Absolutely.
1: Well, no. That so. What, what I felt weird was like by the time we got to that episode, and I think that was episode four, right? Or five. Of her?
0: She was on episode five.
1: Five. Okay. So by the time we got to episode five, and maybe it started in four. I don't really remember, but like it wasn't. E- it was. It wasn't even um, subtle. The references anymore. Like they were just calling them out. So right. So I got to me. It felt weird because I'm like it it started so subtly and like if you knew you were in the know and then all of a sudden it's like oh we're in sound of music now oh you're in music man so it was like this is very it, it just took a weird turn there for me
0: uh i could you know what i could see that but i feel like maybe that maybe that was an episode where they're like fuck we have to we're now down mm-hmm. to 6 we have to do all this we can't we can't be coy anymore
1: yeah we can't do a slow build. (laughs) Can't
0: do a slow build. Uh, how did you feel about the choreography of the the music? Oh,
1: It was beautiful. It was absolutely beautiful. Um, the choreography, the costumes, the colors, I thought everything.
0: So so uh, great.
1: So great. And that, you know, um, you know, the color palettes for, um, no no I can't remember what was it Kristen Chenoweth I can't remember her Mildred and Uh her like ladies and then you know you had um Emma who was in a different color palette I thought it was just really cool um and the dancing though I thought was phenomenal just like throughout
0: so the choreographer's name is Christopher Gatelli I hope I'm saying his last name right um he is a theatrical choreographer for broadway off broadway and the west end and he was the resident choreographer for the rosie o'donnell show way back in the day huh. and he also choreographed for hail caesar
1: well i did not see hail caesar but um
0: oh you would love hail i it,
1: i'm it's sure i would
0: in the same vein as well This. yeah but i mean but
1: it's, nazis right
0: uh no i don't really remember it's it's the coen brothers so
1: it's weird yeah
0: but like there's no uh modern day folks going back into the past it's only stuck in classic hollywood gotcha um, with modern actors obviously so well
1: yeah
0: so cool uh so i was re-watching it and when i was re-watching it i felt like I don't know. I, I I felt like I didn't really like Melissa's character in a way. I agree. She was okay, annoying. Great. Okay, great. Okay, great. <laughs> I, was very, was, I was very there, worried about that.
1: <laughs> there was the one thing, um, and I, I get it. There's like, you know, you can be sensitive about things, but the, the fact that she got mad because she said dog eat, dog eat dog instead of dog eat dog, and then like, he kind of poked fun at her, like, it's a normal thing i don't know i thought that was too much i was like
0: and also the fact that she's the reason why they were went on the hike
1: she's trying to like recapture a relationship that maybe she just should just be like maybe we don't belong together i don't
0: know i mean it didn't look that we didn't yeah. really see enough of it for us uh, for me to actually justify saying it didn't look like a bad relationship
1: no, Josh definitely, like, was all about himself. He was a surgeon, too. Like, not th- mm. that... he's not thinking of others.
0: <laughs> you heard it here. Jacqueline has something against doctors. Surgeons. Uh, Sur- surgeons.
1: I watched Grey's Anatomy for a few seasons. <laughs> and Scrubs. You know you know Scrubs ends?
0: Yes, Scrubs. Uh... So jumping back to the finale, do you feel like they actually cross the bridge?
1: That's a great question. Um, see, because here's my problem. Because if they do cross the bridge, how is there a season two?
0: Right. Unless it's an anthology series that I'm okay with it as well.
1: Agreed. Or do they revisit it like 10 years or how if, do they jump forward you know
0: like a few years or something yeah like
1: another five years forward and now they find shmigadoon again but they're in a different maybe they're in a different spot and the people of shmigadoon need the help now or something
0: so what happens in brigadoon is Ah. that gene kelly and his friend are in the scottish highlands they go to Mm -hmm. this magical town that only comes to life every hundred years yep they end up leaving, going back to New York, another parallel. But then they're like, we have to go back to Brigadoon. So then at the end of the movie, they go back uh, because uh, Gene Kelly fell in love with Sid Charisse, who is a bri- a, bri- uh, a Brigadoonian. Of I, course you-
1: I mean, you would fall in love with Sid Charisse. That's fine.
0: Right. So maybe you're correct with another assumption where like, they jump ahead a year, two years, whatever, and they're like, We gotta go back to Brigadoon and uh Schmigadoons. <laughs> Schmig- <yeah. laughs> go almost. back to
1: Schmigadoon,
0: We gotta go back to Schmigadoon. And then maybe that's when the town has updated. Yeah. In a way. Or Ooh. or
1: maybe um and I I cannot think of what this is like, but maybe um the little boy, Emma's son, mm-hmm. comes and finds them and is like, you have to come back. <gasps>
0: Oh, that works too. Right? He is he's a reference to Music Man, which I hope you got that. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Where <laughs> when you think about Music Man, you think about Mary and the librarian who's supposed to be, I don't know, in her early to late mid twenties. And then you have her brother. It's a brother who's a yeah. child. And you're like, wait a second.
1: <laughs> yeah. Let's wait talk a, about
0: this. Wait a wait a wait a hot minute. Uh, which is that I like how they did that in Schmiga Yeah.
1: Uh,
0: but oh god, you picked you picked such a great show. I mean
1: I did. Because Ariana Debose is the is the mom and this like it's all the things. so
0: I Ariana wish... Debose is
1: amazing. Like can we just stop for a second and just love on her Yeah, oh she's my having god.
0: A, she's having a great year. She
1: is. She's having a moment, and I am here for it. She was in Hamilton, like as a as one of the ensemble members. Mm -hmm. Um, she had the prom, which had its issues, but she was wonderful. She was
0: wonderful in it. She's going to be in this West Side Story that's going that looks amazing.
1: Going to be Anita. She's Anita. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, those are some big shoes to fill. With um, oh my god, Vida Moreno. Yes, thank you.
0: Oh, she's going to be acting opposite. (laughs)
1: As Doc, I love it. <laughs> but sorry, we're getting totally off subject.
0: But yeah, like she was great. Again, I I, I feel the same way that you feel about Jane Krakowski. I wish that she, I know that Aaron I has like two songs in this show. Yeah, but like I want more. Yeah,
1: I hear that, but I will say I think she her character helped to move the story along probably the most.
0: Oh yeah! Oh my god the last episode where Mm -hmm. um she's because you know josh did that whole montage moment with uh cross that bridge with all the women in town except for her and then she's like all right let's cross the bridge and go to new york together as like a sort of family and then and then when she realizes that he wants to go back to melissa she's like go you know
1: yeah
0: uh Oh, it's heartbreaking, but beautiful. I want her in everything these days, basically.
1: Oh, she's great. She's absolutely wonderful. So, um, and that character was like perfect. So.
0: Yeah. Cause she was also very forward thinking, like a,
1: mm-hmm.
0: she was like a feminist of the turn of the century, if you will. Cause I feel like yeah. that's, that's when the town is supposed to be set. I think yeah.
1: well she was the one who would give who gave Josh a room to stay in after he and Melissa broke up and no one would take him in you know she's like but I'm gonna make you like you have to be the handyman you got to work for it like she wasn't she wasn't taking a free border you know so right. she, um, yeah she was definitely kind of the the free thinker of the time if you will I guess
0: and then I, can we talk about Kristen Chenoweth for a second like she Her. was amazing
1: tribulation I have your song list up here. Obviously, yeah. like definitely taken directly from um,
0: the music band.
1: But she's phenomenal. Like I knew exactly what it was, but I was yeah. like, I didn't care because she was doing so great with it. And she does such a great job of looking so like wretched all the time. Well,
0: I'm, I think it also helped that the makeup that they gave her, they gave her such severe points on her upper lip. That I, all, she, she didn't have to say anything. She just had to give a look mm-hmm. and you're but like, she, I get it.
1: But she still had to give that look. Um, And they put her in the dark colors, like the the deep like jewel tones. Mm-hmm. Like, so you knew she was different than everyone else in the pastels and all that. So, yeah.
0: I loved her. And she gives such a great performance. Like it was very subtle. I was, well, yeah, she was subtly funny. Like, mm-hmm a little more with the wit and the uh, timing of like a look. Yeah. Yeah. But oh my god, this show is so great. I can't, I hope they get picked for a season two.
1: I think they will. Um, Apple TV does, um, they don't do like one season and done typically, so. Hopefully. Yeah.
0: I mean, I just hope that maybe, maybe us talking about it will help. Yeah. Ratings or something, I don't know.
1: Hashtag Dune season two? Yes, we'll get,
0: I will post that with everything. <laughs> Hashtag Dune season two. <laughs>
1: um, but, but also too, if this is its only season, I thought it was packaged very beautifully so I yeah. wouldn't be mad either. You know, it's one of the, like, I want more because I want more.
0: Right. And, you know, we got great songs out of mm-hmm. this. Like, Uh, like I said how we changed the finale tribulation I I really love Jane Krakowski's song I always always never get my man yeah (laughs) which to me if you know kiss me Kate it sounds like I'm always true to you which has like it has like a similar music vibe to it again
1: I'm gonna say I and I am a big fan of his like no matter what but i loved aaron to stuff like i know he was very uh caricature but i thought he like just played it up really well and um even off the first episode you can't tame me oh i thought yeah. that it was it was it was funny like it was very funny
0: <laughs> he is another one that's having a great year given every given the climate of the world like he was in this he did american horror stories oh um Not American Horror Story, American Horror Stories. The anthology, every episode was a different uh, anthology.
1: Also on FX, though? Also on TV?
0: Uh, I think it was only on Hulu. Mm, Okay. But then, you know, he won the Tony for.
1: He was against. He was the only nominee. That doesn't count.
0: (laughs) They could have said no. That was also the other option. Like, it was either he got it or he didn't get it. So. Or they he, just... won, he won the Tony against himself. When he oh, it's so good.
1: <laughs> uh, for a problematic show, but we won't get into that either.
0: That's a different episode. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything else that you would like to talk about? Do you have any? Did you...
1: Um, I will say the one thing, I know we talked about Melissa being a problematic character earlier, but the one thing I did like about her character, because she is an OBGYN, and so she does take that lens to a lot of the roles, so, like, when she's explaining what an IUD is, or, like, when she has to tell that one young couple about where babies come from because the doctor doesn't want to help them, like, because they're out of wedlock or whatever it is, like, I thought she did bring that Kind of um, element to it where it was like, okay, you're. She's definitely a forward thinker. She cares about her patients. Like she has a great bedside manner. Things like that. So, um, we talked about her being problematic. So I want to talk about her.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Her like Cecily Strong did such a great job. You know, fleshing out this entire character. Um, Mm -hmm. Vagina. It always makes me laugh. That song that she sings. It's great. Where she's playing the guitar, but she's just moving her fingers inches away from the strings. It's hilarious if you, re- if you rewatch it.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's all, uh, it? sound of music.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's a big joke about it. But while you were talking, I just had this realization. Is this series kind of like a metaphor? Well, kind of like parallel to a couple that always breaks up and gets back together kind of a way?
1: See, and that's my concern is because I don't want them to be in this like toxic relationship. I also don't think um, many viewers will watch that, given kind of the state of like where we're talking about these things. Mm-hmm. Um, which is why I think if they're going to do a season two, they either have to be fully broken up or fully together. They can't no more of this like. Wh- where true are love we? Bullshit. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, uh, if if they are the same characters, that is.
1: That is yes, absolutely.
0: Cause like in that one scene where the uh, woman gives birth or is about to give birth, Josh like scrubs in and is full on ready to help her, which made me think of like, just made me think, you know, is this like the olive branch that Mm -hmm. that's when it is like, he's putting somebody else first.
1: Maybe. Or, you know, at the end of the day, they're committed to their work and maybe not each other.
0: Right. They're, they are medical professionals, so it could be read as like an olive branch. And like, he knows that something's mm-hmm. going down and he right. has to help her.
1: And he needs to assist. He's right. not in charge this time.
0: Because as
1: man, <laughs>
0: sorry, as like Melissa keeps saying to the hot doctor, uh, that's part of Shmigadoon uh you know you're a doctor, you have to help people that's why mm-hmm. <laughs> that's why you are a doctor, <laughs>
1: right, right, but he doesn't want to help these people, so she who is employed as a nurse, even though she's a doctor, yeah,
0: whole thing uh, uh i i so I do consider myself a feminist. I will say that. I love how they take the twenty twenty one or twenty twenty whenever this was filmed lens to golden age musicals because like mm-hmm. you know this is the gentleman's drink this is the picnic oh yeah basket bit yeah oh my god like all of that stuff I was just watching watching it like oh no but then yeah, they make like- a, then they make a comment about or she makes a comment about it or even sometimes Josh makes a comment about the sexism and it's like okay yeah we're good now
1: like they fully address that the problems with it but i'm telling you that that punch whatever i'm like you get it girl
0: yeah you get drunk although (laughs) although i do cringe a little bit when she goes up there and she's like that basket is me and nobody
1: yeah it is a little weird but that's but that's again where i go to her like that is an snl cecily strong
0: Right. I did hear a little of her Janine Pirro.
1: Yeah. <laughs> she starts yelling at everybody.
0: <laughs> Thank God she didn't talk about Donald Trump in that little drunken escapade.
1: Oh, God. We don't have, that. <laughs> we we don't th- have the time for that shit. <laughs> we don't have
0: the energy. Um, but yeah, I I feel like they, if I, I 100% agree with you, if they don't have a season two, this is such a strong season of television that yes,
1: we haven't even talked about the mayor.
0: Oh my God. Alan coming. First of all, so glad I love all of the cast members. You know, you also have Fred Armisen. I, I'm blanking on her name, but she was in, um, she played Christmas Eve in Avenue Q as the mayor's oh. wife. We talked about Dove Cameron and Aaron Tveit. Um,
1: Wait, how do you pronounce
0: his last name? Teveit, I believe. Oh,
1: I'm saying Teveit. Okay, that's good to know.
0: I don't know. Might be six of one, half a dozen of the other.
1: <laughs> okay. Um,
0: Crap, what is her name now? And it's going to bother me.
1: I'm getting it. Give me a second.
0: Anne, Harda- Harada? Anne Harada? Dang it. Yeah, sorry. I beat you to it.
1: You got it first.
0: Oh, that's so interesting. Martin Short is credited for all six episodes, even though he's only in the one.
1: I wonder if maybe he sang in like the first song or something.
0: Well, he had his own song. Um, no, I
1: mean, like maybe he was one of the voices in the opening song that played in every episode. So he would oh, get credit for all maybe. six.
0: Um, I, well, I read about why Jane Krakowski is nominated uh not nominated credited in all six episodes and maybe it's the same for him where it's like that is paying tribute to like classic hollywood in a way where or oh, fuck i don't remember what they said <laughs> damn it where they were That's okay. It's I not know, important. i know it's another reference to what they were Actually. doing but going back ellen Cumming, i <laughs>
1: So good. And his last name was Men Love, and no one figured out that he was gay for years. Uh,
0: well, I mean
1: it's all it,
0: it's all it's, it's classic musicals. There's not a lot of talk about, you know, out-of-wedlock pregnancies or peer coding women. or women. <laughs> uh.
1: So I thought he did great. I thought Anne Harada her song.
0: Oh my god, where <laughs> Was
1: We're... beautiful.
0: But then, you know, you they cut to the statues of like men naked wrestling and Cecily Strong gives a yep. reactionary shot.
1: <laughs> <Ow>.
0: <laughs> so good. Okay, one last time. Is there anything else before we go into Sharp and Flat you know, that you want to talk about?
1: I think we covered... We at least like
0: broad stroke it yeah
1: broad stroke yeah we at least graze the surface on everything
0: i mean i try not to do a recap uh, yeah. uh like per episode i mean we'd we be prob- here forever we'd be here for or like you know do episodes dedicated to recapping but like it each episode's only is under half an hour so mm-hmm. okay let's get into and flat shall we sure sure Flat. In this section, we're going to highlight moments, whether or not we talked about it. And if we liked it, it's sharp. And if we didn't like it, I thought it could change. It's flat. I'm punny with the music puns. (laughs) Ha ha. Jacqueline. Good for you. (laughs) Jacqueline, would you like to go first with your sharps?
1: My sharps is that there is a tunnel of love because it's weird and hokey. And why the hell is it there? um and who is writing it like I want to know that like who is going through that on a regular basis it,
0: it's like a forever carnival
1: right but like... <laughs> it's just the one ride and maybe a few games like what is happening <laughs> but I liked it <laughs> it gave it whimsy
0: <laughs> do you have any other sharps
1: oh I'm sure I do um can I just say Kristen Chenoweth like sure gonna... yeah yeah her whole, the whole, the whole thing and um, the colors, the costumes, um, those are all sharps to me, so.
0: I agree with you with the costumes, specifically Emma's and Mildred's, you know, wh- mm-hmm. what we talk about. Emma's b- uh, blows my mind that the stripes match on her top and her skirt. Like, that's um that's some pattern magic going on right there. Yeah. Uh, She,
1: she had like a great purple. That was a, that like she always wore.
0: Yeah. And then Melissa's yellow dress that she wears at the basket
1: thing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: That's beautiful. Um, I also really loved, uh, I'm sharping Ariana DeBose and Cecily Strong. Like we talked about, they were great. Um, I love now, you didn't rewatch it just for this recording, but I, I would say go back and rewatch Tribulation. I love it because it's one long take.
1: Oh, no, I remember that. Because that yeah. is, I remember that. That stood with me. Like, that, so amazing.
0: Yeah. It, what, did she, uh, what did Christian Chenoweth say? On, like, a TikTok video, because I'm, I'm cool with the kids. She said something like it was something like 15 pages. she had to memorize that song's long that's not short no that is the longest song of the show and it's all her Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) she can carry it though respect
0: right I also really I loved all the performances Um, I loved how the dancers and townsfolk were all inclusive you know there was every Mm -hmm. skin tone body shape you name it it was, they were there. Um, and I also really liked the running joke of Pete getting injured because it was a good running joke when you binge it. <laughs> yeah. he gets hurt every episode.
1: <laughs> Someone has to in that town, right?
0: You have to be like, sorry, Pete.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm also going to sharp um, Melissa's focus on safe sex because mm-hmm. I don't think our country talks about it enough. That's, yeah.
0: another,
1: that's another story for another day
0: <laughs> you know the whole, are, are you talking about the whole vagina song or you mean that,
1: like that even talking to the like when she talks to the older dr lopez and his wife
0: oh yeah like
1: all of it so yeah
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. safe sex everyone let's be inclusive that way <laughs> <laughs> uh did you have any flats it was really difficult to think of something
1: it is difficult, um I'm gonna say the fact that there were i'm gonna go back to and we've talked about this already that there were some characters who kind of just seemed like they were there and then weren't mm-hmm. um like either forgotten about or underutilized, so that to me is like a big flat um I said the same thing <laughs> yeah well, it's true, like because they were there. supposed
0: to they were supposed to have more episodes mm-hmm. and I feel like one of the storylines was that you were supposed to find out that. Aaron Tveit's character is the father of the little boy I think that was one of one of the things they were going to explore
1: but even him I didn't feel like he had a full arc I mean and I know they're making fun of or like satirizing I think that's a word um old musicals um which doesn't give everybody an arc and I understand that but at the same time I'm like uh we're need, in 2021 I Yeah. <laughs> I, I
0: did something. Like, like we said, we like this is a great season, all in all. I did like though that they end on a question mark kind of.
1: Yeah.
0: So that was great. But like this was very it was very difficult thinking of like a real like ooh, cringy, like bad thing in this show. Cause I feel like they treated it very well where they were pointing out things that were wrong with golden age musicals and everything. It's true. So I can't find any, I couldn't really find anything wrong with the show, except for, you know, they cut episodes. So there was things that couldn't be explained.
1: There were too many question marks. Do you know that the guys who created this also created the secret life of pets?
0: Yes, they are. Uh, so, Paul and Candario are also in the Dr. Seuss canon. They wrote for yeah. uh, the Lorax uh, <laughs> and Horton Hears a Who.
1: It's just so weird.
0: Well, yeah, you look at their stuff and it's all like animated movies that they wrote for until Shmigadoon.
1: <laughs> well, it kind of makes sense though, because Shmigadoon is basically an animated movie come to life, like when you're in the town of Shmigadoon. Yes. It does have, it has that aesthetic. It really does have that Dr. Seussy look. So it kind of makes sense.
0: I hope, I would love to also see a a musical movie by them. Like if it, nothing related to Dune, but like, I feel like they can do something. Doesn't have to be live action. I just said a musical movie.
1: So Avenue Q.
0: Oh, that would be great. If they were the ones to uh, right for the, right for the feature film.
1: <laughs> I don't know if that could ever really be a film, but I'd be here for it.
0: <laughs> uh, would you add any of these songs to your life's playlist? And by that, I really mean like, you know, you're running or you're in the car. Yeah.
1: So I th- I do think about it. There's really no good running songs on here, but I will say, I think I would, Tribulation, I think would be a song that I would put on every once in a while um like a get a get you going song
0: Mm
1: -hmm. um the he's a queer one that man of mine um I don't know if I would put it on the like soundtrack for my life kind of a thing but it had like this really like sad and like but like energetic it reminded me of another song maybe from cabaret and I cannot remember what it is um but it was really great like and so I'm just gonna I want to call that song out
0: Uh, I wrote all of them and when I watched the uh, last episode the first time I listened I was obsessed with how we changed finale Mm
1: -hmm.
0: like I'm not gonna lie made me cry (laughs) watching it I don't know why like it's not a sad song by any means I guess I guess it was more like tears of
1: huh redeeming like the redemption of it the re- yeah the, like you
0: know when they when they switch to the more upbeat section it's more like tears of happiness i guess in a way you know where it's like we're cel- we're celebrating musicals it's the finale hooray okay. <laughs> and oh. on that note we're done with the episode Whoa. hooray we did it jacqueline oh, wow. do you have anything you want to plug or promote i hope you do
1: yes So as we mentioned at the beginning of this episode, I co-host, the following has been approved. We're on um, Instagram, um, Tumblr, not anymore, Tumblr's not a thing, Twitter, Facebook, under we approve it um we're on a bit of a hiatus right now but you can still catch up on our episodes on um apple Podcasts as well as stitcher um i do co-host the elitist um on the cinema geekly network so cinemageekly.com um so check us out over there um we're also on um facebook twitter and um instagram as well uh you can find us at cinemageekly Um, but if you like wrestling and, um, crazy predictions, I'm really good at them. (laughs) Um,
0: (laughs) but you predict, I haven't listened. I'm so sorry, That's okay.
1: I make like crazy predictions about what I think should happen. And I've spoken some things into existence. I'm just throwing that out there. So maybe
0: they're listening to you. I
1: think they are. So, um, so yeah, so that's where you can find us. Um, yeah, please check us out.
0: And if you want to talk about Dune or wrestling, I guess, uh, you can email me at butasungpod at gmail.com. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at butasungpod. Actually, do your podcasts have emails, email addresses that, you, that people can reach out to you?
1: Oh yeah. Um, for the following has been approved. It's um, the following has been approved at gmail.com or on Facebook. You can Facebook message us. Um, Cinema Geekly, you can find us. There is, if you go to cinemageekly.com, there's a way to contact us on there. We're also, we also have merch if you are into that stuff. Merch? Ah, merch.
0: Why aren't you wearing the merch? So I can be like, ooh, the t-shirt is great.
1: Because we're, we did a bit of a transition recently, so I didn't buy the new shirt yet.
0: Okay. Yet. There's still time.
1: Yet. Yet.
0: Uh, and Just in if- time for
1: the holidays. Sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and if you go back in the following has been approved backlog, I was on an episode. I don't remember what we talked about, but...
1: It was a while ago, yes. It
0: was a while ago. It was like <laughs> three, four years ago, something like that? Five? Something I- like that.
1: It's It's all on there.
0: Jacqueline has been podcasting for a long time, and I bow down to her because... She was like an influence for me. What? <laughs> you were like an influence for me. So to do all this. So thank you.
1: Oh, thank you.
0: And if yeah, you want... we
1: got to talk to you.
0: Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, you can you continue.
1: Oh, I was going to say we got to talk to some people about um creating podcasts at the Tampa Bay Comic Con. So if anyone has ever seen us there, um please reach out because we'd love to know.
0: And if you want to be part of the next episode's conversation, we'll be talking about the Katie Keene episode, Chapter 7, Kiss of the Spider Woman. We go all over the place on this podcast. Jacqueline, I'll have to have you come back on again. Maybe we'll do, I don't know, whatever you want again. Maybe we'll do season two if there is one.
1: Yeah. Do you do Disney movies? That oh, musicals? yeah.
0: Okay. Oh, yeah. The Lion King ju- was the episode before this. So the 94 one. We, we did we did get into the, the quote-unquote live-action one, but...
1: It's still animated. I have a whole problem about that.
0: Right. But we didn't... I, I don't really want to cover it, so please don't pick that one.
1: <laughs> okay. I have it. Great. The, well, visu- the visual album by Beyonce. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we didn't even talk about that, really. Oh, God. Okay. Well, we'll figure... We you and I will figure it out, but until